in the air Toast to a high power Cause what you tuning in to right now Sit down Happy Hour with Lido presents The Triangle Offense Podcast With Amani Music And Harrell And Lito Welcome to the Triangle Offense Podcast. Uh, I'm Lito. Yo, it's your boy Imani. And we have a special, special guest today. We swapped um, out. We 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 swapped <laughs> out. We said, you know, we go we gonna go for, for, for where all our ideas stem from. Yes. That's what we're gonna do today. <laughs> special, special guest. Uh man who needs no introduction whatsoever. Uh Mr. Grady Harrell, how you doing, sir? Man, I can't complain, man. It's such an honor to be on with you cats, man. I was looking forward to it all day. So thank you for having me. Thanks so much for having me on. Yes, sir. The honor is is all ours, you know. The pleasure is ours. Um, uh, one thing I like to do, you know, whenever we have guests or, uh, you know, we meet someone new, I am an advocate for mental health, so I always like to check on, my, you know, my people. And so I just wanted to ask you today, how you doing, and if you could – you know, measure one through 10 today, like what would you say you are with your mental wellness? Man, just all the praises to my God, Jehovah, I would say right now, because I mean, who's perfect, but I would say nine and a half, uh, only because a little bit more paper would put me at a 10. (laughs) (laughs) And I I, I don't want to joke about that because you can't joke about mental, mental health, but I tell you, man, the only time that my health mentally was kind of down is when I released my first album with RCA Records and I used to go to the and buy billboards every week. It was such an anxious, horrible thought. And then you see your, your, your record rising and rising and then it gets at number four and it stops. And that just that mentally 
but I was a young man then, you know, that this music is crazy, man. When we used to have the big record companies, um, all that, you know, controlling us like the big machine. That's the only time my mentality was messed up. But I've been, I think the Bible and trying to live a, a clean lifestyle, it keeps me grounded. And I try to do some Bible reading every day and praying constantly for um, happiness in my life. And another thing that I'm honored that I'm taking care of my mother, she's 83 years old. She's in good shape. Mm. And that's an honor, you know, from Jehovah taking care of the OG triple quadruple OG. <laughs> <laughs> that's a blessing. So, yeah, man, it definitely is. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, well, I mean, you know, I, um, go ahead. Yeah, I like honestly, it's. I was thinking about so much that I wanted to speak with you about, right? Yeah. And the first thing that came to mind is just the different levels of understanding that you have. Oh, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Uh-oh. Yes, sir. Maybe a call came in and it might have knocked the sound out. Yeah, it's connected to my earphones. I got you guys now. It looks like you. Hold on, let's see. Yeah, the image is the image paused. But there we go. There There you go. go. There you go. I am sorry, fellas. Yeah, so good. So, so um, one of the first things that came to mind is just the extents, experience, and wisdom and knowledge you have on so many different levels of not just the music business, but just the evolution. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Let me uh. Disconnect them. I'm gonna disconnect them real fast. Hold on. Okay. E, how you doing today, bro? You straight? Yeah, I'm good. I got my I got my son in the house and Okay. That should do it. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Disconnected them. All righty. Can you hear me? Yes, yes sir. sir. Okay. Yes, sir. There we go. I had to disconnect the ear, the earphone. Kept going to that. So, so going with your question. I'm sorry, uh, my brother. So, so yeah, the, the the different different levels of the business on the creative and just you know the financial side. You've seen the evolution of the business from so many different spaces. Like how you say you dropped the project. RCA, your first project. The experience of running and looking at billboard to see how you moving up and then today's age of where none of that matters anymore. Now you're checking to see the TikToks, you're checking to see the streams. Like, um, can you just give us some insight on your experiences in the evolution of music throughout the generations? Wow, man, I've seen so much change. Like when, when I was young, we, you know, we had the big, big studios, right? You go in there like on, on this, so this project, I, I got, this actually was my very first project. It's called Moana, right? And I worked on this album. It, it, this is, uh, I actually got the album for, can you believe that? So, wow. And if you look on, the, the hit off of this was called Belinda. Belinda, hey, Belinda. If you, if you um, look on, on YouTube, they still, it's so big over in Nigeria. My boy, Jeffrey Daniel live in Nigeria and they said, Grady, they still play that song every day. 
in Nigeria. I saw him mm. three months ago. But man, we were just, for instance, the big old studios, and they're like big elephants now. You know, it's like, who needs them anymore? Mm. But you always go in there and the big old lounges in the studio. And we get in there and live musicians, live musicians definitely playing bass, boom, and, and we'd be behind the glass, he'd go in there and lay his bass. Um, well, that has changed drastically. I mean, the, from the beginning of my career, when I was a teenager, you saw all the musicians come in. Uh, the, first of all, the, um, the rhythm section, drums and pianos, and they you know, lay their part, they, they're reading the music. And it was incredible just watching that and mm. watching it turn into an album. I had all the greats on this album. Nate Watts, who plays with my boy Stevie Wonder. Um, Ralph Johnson was playing drums. Ralph Johnson started off with uh, playing drums with Earth, Wind & Fire. Well, now mm. he's one of the last remaining three, Verdine, Phillip, and Ralph. Wow. And I, Denzel's Washington, Denzel Washington's wife was singing background on me. See, the, the wow. story, the story of my life is crazy, man. This African lady, when I was 25 years old, she fell in love with me. And her husband was the president of Gabon, B-G-A-B-O-N, for 42 years. Now his son is the president. So she took a liking to me. So this project, if you listen to, when you go on YouTube and you listen to Belinda, it's got African overtones. And Fred Wesley, who was the, trombonist for James Brown for years. Um, he produced that project. So mm. wow. Cal United States wasn't ready for that. And that was it. It was released in 1982. And I was like one of the first artists to appear on BET with um with Donnie Simpson. So wow. it was crazy. Right now you can be in your room like my son Anthony. Anthony is the most creative, I can't say that because Jake and Papa are creative as well, but Anthony does all the music. Jake and Papa, they incredible vocalists, but somebody else produces the music. Mm. Anthony, on the other hand, is like a genius in the family. He's the one that, hey man, I wanna do a project. And Ant never turns anybody, he's working on my, my sister's project now, she lives over in Holland. And I was over his house doing my thing about two, three months ago, because everybody in the family is contributing something to my sister's album. Anthony's daughter, my brother Trent, who's in the other room, him and Anthony worked together on the lyrics and the melody. Mm. And so Anthony, to see him creating stuff that I saw that took a lot of time, Anthony would go on and do it like, like that. And I'm like, it, it's mind boggling to me as a 66 year old man to see my own son. And I remember when he was in high school and Grady, Grady had, had graduated 12th grade, Anthony lost a desire for school. And I'd always hear him in the room. <clears throat> and I'm like, what is he doing? He's driving me nuts, right? <laughs> no Dude, I didn't know what was developing mm. in this little cat's mind. And now he puts it together and it comes out to be a record. Can you believe that? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, I've seen the, the whole evolution of the music business, man, and the, the creating of it. I'll get in there like me and the squirt, I call him uh, the squirt, Anthony. We'll get in there and we'll just sit down and listen to the track, right? And I'm like, melodically, we got, let's change this, man. Cause I've heard so many melodies in my life. Anthony and I can get together. And I'm like, do you like that? 
and I trust him so much. He's like, no, nah, Pops, let's go in another direction. So we'll go in another direction. And he's like, that's the one. And then I'll just lay vocals on it, top, bottom, and then Anthony and I will sing together. And then the finished product was great. I'm like, wow, we did it <laughs> in like four hours. So the evolution is incredible. And I work with Stevie Wonder on on um, my, my, my second, my actual second album, which Sticks and Stones went to number four on R&B charts. Mm. That's when I chart crazy. And I'm like, I just wanted to, it's competitive. And De, De La Soul beat me out at number one. I was number four. And that's the mm -hmm. highest I got. And the video was beautiful and everything, but RCA dropped the ball. They said if it got to the top 10 on R&B, they would cross it over pop. And they didn't. And that's that's a cold thing. It's just it kills careers, man. They gave me another album, which was called Romance Me. All that is on YouTube. You can hear the whole Romance Me album, the whole Come Play With Me album, the whole Moana album, which is my middle name in, in Batiki language. Baby, mm. Brady, baby, Harrell. So it's a uh, but it's been a I can sing and dance at this level, man, at a high level. So it's been a blessing to see everything evolve. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. So so when did you or how did you fall in love with music? I was seven years old and I tell everybody this story, uh, guys. Um, and I heard, uh, you really got a hold on me. I know you. I'm like, who is that voice? Well, of course, it was Smokey Robinson, seven years old. I wanted to be smoke. Right. And so I would go to the, to the record store and buy all of his albums. And I would sit there and listen to him. I learned all his catalog mm. for the first five years of my singing. At 12 years old, I was so seasoned, I would just go around the neighborhood singing for money. And with that money, I'd go buy another Smokey Robinson record. And then when I was 12, these five brothers came on the scene <laughs> that set the world on fire. I'm like, oh my God. Oh man, give me my chance. I'm like, who are these dudes? And they set the world on fire and it set me on fire to want to. I said, I know I'm headed in the right direction. I want to now want to be like these guys. Five brothers, the Jackson Five. And can I just say, can I just not to cut you up, can I just point out <laughs> how insane it is and how beautiful it is that you were inspired by someone who was a part of that group and generations later you're still finding people, myself, younger guys who are inspired by that same person. Same. That to me is just, it's amazing. Just, you know, just amazing. But yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, he, he, I mean, he covered generations and he still is. I mean, my barber, my barber's got a five-year-old son and he said, Grady, I got to show you this. He's in there trying to be Michael and Michael's been gone for what? Since 2009. Yeah. So it's like the dude set the world on fire. And just to be able to work with the family, I never thought that would happen. It, I mean, because I was a fanatic. I was a jack. I mean, when I was a kid, all their posters on my wall. I went to the concert, every one of their concerts since I was 12. They played at the forum over there in Los Angeles. My mother let me go, me and my sister go. And I tell you, I've never seen nothing crazy like this. Like the girls were like, they had to take the Jacksons off the stage, the Jackson Five. I was 12, and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> so I just started a group with my sister, Raquel. It was me, Raquel, and 
and uh, three other guys. We called ourselves Papa's Results. And we just started singing at nightclubs when we were teenagers, Mavericks Flat, uh, the total experience, the apartment and the people's proms. And, and we got to just generating a lot of attention for ourselves. We recorded some things. Uh, all you gotta do is look on uh, YouTube's got, I, I can't believe that I found this that we recorded, Papa's Results on YouTube. And, um, and then Aretha Franklin, her sister saw us at uh, Mavericks Flat, Carolyn, and she took us to Aretha and we signed with Aretha as, as our manager. Although Carolyn did most of the legwork, but I was hanging out at the Queen of Souls house all the time, <laughs> I had this close with her, with her son, Eddie. And uh, it's just the craziest thing, man, when I look back on my career that, you know, although I didn't reach the bounds that Michael did, which I'm glad I didn't, because I probably would be dead now, um, because a lot of those cats, you know, Whitney, Prince, Michael, uh, they just, that, that that lifestyle, man, with people praising you and and just, you can't have no privacy, dude, that's dangerous. So for me to go out and uh, just like Ant and Grady does, we're with the same corporate record, um, the, the corporate um, uh, um, company that does all kind of big corporate gigs. And Grady and Anthony are with the same group. And I got my group, the new classics, I'm going out on Saturday, do a corporate gig up in Lake Tahoe. They fly me back and I'm cool. I get to perform other people's music. I mean, and I'm, I'm able to change my voice from Stevie to Michael, to Jeffrey Osborne, to uh, Jackie Wilson. You know, it's, it's a, I found voices inside of me that mm. from Jackie, wow. like Jack, uh, uh, well, go there, go there, look, go there, look, go there, ooh, wee. Look, there, look, there, look, there. So that's Jackie, right? Wow. And then you go from Jackie to, oh, baby, give me one more chance. <laughs> Won't you let me back in your, oh, baby, I was blind to let you go. So, so from Jackie to, to you know sam cook whoa that was a woman in the bible days she had been sick sick so very long when she heard my jesus was passing by so it's like you learn how to delve into you know every, oh jeffrey Osborne. every time i move i lose when i come in and every time i turn around Back in love, I get mixed emotions. So it's like a, I just learned all those that's, different voices. That's amazing. It's, yeah. it's crazy hearing you do that. It puts me, it, 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 it lightens me up because I remember the time where that was the standard. Like yes. you are the standard still to this day as far as vocalists. Yes. But that is the side of the business that you don't need to have that anymore to even see some level of success. Can you speak to how disappointing or how, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to knock those who are still making a living. I'm happy to see anyone make a living in those spaces, but um, just on an artistry sense, just the importance in having that. When I came up, we needed to have that. We yeah. needed to, to study the vocalist, understand the tone, understand the inflections, can you just yeah. speak to the just that level of artistry and 
maybe some of the lack of it today? Yeah, well, you know, just like you said, man, I don't want to start off by knocking anybody mm -hmm. because they're taking care of their family. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they, they got great artists out there now. John Legend, I love him, dude. I mean, the dude is, he's talented. I, I like Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, you know, you know, mm -hmm. Justin Timberlake. Um, these cats got talent, you know. Um, but it seems like it, Chris Brown, I love Chris Brown, man. He's just so athletic with his dance. The dude is, is dynamic. Usher, dynamic. Me and Grady and Grady's wife went and saw Usher. And I'm like, this dude, he's doing it at a high level. I'm going to see him next week. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, Vegas. Oh, man. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, uh, oh, man. Call me when you get in town. Because I, yeah, but 100%. man, I tell you, it's, uh, you know, I just, I, I, I hate to talk about any form of music because music is my life. I love every form. Um, hip hop, who would have thought when I was, when I was a boy, when I was younger in my twenties, man, and hip hop came out in late 79, early eighties, we were like, what is this trash? And when is it going? It was taking attention off of us because it was blowing up around us. So we would literally, that's why I'll never talk about another genre of music in my life because 50 years later, hip hop is still making noise and they all, I mean, the cats who made it are just huge stars, got money to take care of their mamas, their grandmamas, their kids. And that's a wonderful thing about our business because you can make a lot of money if you sell. Um, and right now, you don't have people owning you like those record companies. That's the wonderful thing about how the music done and evolved. So I'm happy for those young artists who are making money because they're doing it their way. Mm -hmm. um, you still have to answer to people who, who end up being uh, sponsoring you and stuff. You get a lot of sponsors. You have, there's morals contract uh, uh, in, those, in those contracts. So you got to watch your P's and Q's unless you lose a lot of your you know, sponsors. But man, I just can't bring myself to say anything negative about anybody because I just love that people, you are different, you hear different than me. Mm -hmm. Right. These youngsters coming up now, they they hear different than me, man. And so I roll with it. I'm like, I listen to it. As long as something's got a good melody to me, um, <laughs> because I like, I like the I like the marriage of hip hop and RB. I love that. Um and I just love it. You you just can't deny that. Like putting a melody on somebody spitting. That stuff mm -hmm. is dope. And I love yeah. that. And so when a young cat say, hey, Grady, put something on here. I'm in a rush to do it because you never know. You roll that crap. Is this going to yeah. put me out there? And it's funny, man. No matter how old you get, you never lose that desire to have a hit record ever. And so I, I'm, I'm just proud of everybody doing their thing and, and keeping music alive you know in whatever category you love it's a wonderful thing yeah nice nice yeah, so, so how so so what was the challenge of getting all those the the sons of yours to get together and and start the group man you know what it wasn't even a challenge because the challenge was the two older ones grady and anthony so you know me all three of us are like so close because they're my oldest so they were with me now it was rough going because their mother and I, we separated. And uh, I, you know, of course I was young and stupid. I'm like, you can, you can leave, but you're not taking my boys, right? So she left and, uh, and then I got stubborn. I wouldn't let her see Grady and Anthony. And then 
uh, one of the, my, my elders at the hall back then, it's like, brother, you got to let this woman see her kids. You know, you can't do that because I was young and stubborn, man. I was a stubborn dude. So I let her see the kids, man. We were living in LA where I was born and raised. And the first weekend she came and got Grady and Anthony. Grady might've been four and Anthony might've been three. So the second weekend, I'm like, cool. So she came and got him, never saw him again. She moved to Denver with him. Wow. And so, oh, it was crazy. So I was going to go to Denver and all my craziness. And the only thing that stopped me, my mother said, boy, if you go to Denver to try to get them boys back, her father's going to kill you. And I didn't go. I said, that's the one time, one of the times I listened to my mother. So then um, fast forward. I, I went to visit them a few times in Denver and I'm just doing my career. I'm doing all kinds of things, always performing, always recording with different cats. Um, and so they were in Denver and I was there. Then they got to be 12 and 13 years old. It's funny how time passed by and they called me and, uh, you know, they would see me on BET and, you know, I would give shout out to my kids and, um, and then, uh, well, that was prior to BT because I know that they were on Sticks and Stones, the video, Grady and Anthony and my sister's daughter, Kanela. Uh, and so I, they called me once and they said, Pops, we want to come live with you. And I knew how possessive their mother was. I said, you got to talk to your mother. I refuse to get in an argument with it. And they did. They talked to Nancy and Nancy let them come live with me. I'm like, what the? Okay. <laughs> with me and that's when I started teaching them at 13 and 12 years old and it was easy I would try to make them just sing like me do what I did then I would show them tapes of Michael when it all the young the younger days mm -hmm. and so Grady on the one hand had the natural movement Grady could dance um Anthony was the singer Anthony could sound just like Mike I mean, that's Anthony on that Jackson miniseries singing all those little Michael Jackson uh, from Michael up until he was about uh, 16. That's Anthony Harrell. Look at the credits. And I was right there in the studio because I knew all Michael's inflections. So when Michael say, climb every mountain. Hey, for, the, uh, for the American dream. Yes, the that's that's Anthony. I'm a wow. When we yeah. get on here, we're gonna have to have he did not tell us that. <laughs> you know, Anthony, it's a thing Anthony don't do, man. He is such a, a humble dude. He don't never Anthony got paid more money because he sang all those songs. Now, why he was doing that, check this out. Jake and Papa were little boys, right? And so they were so enamored with their big brothers. Anthony, we would always bring cassettes home of what he did in the studio with um Wheeler. Harold Harold Wheeler was the musical director. That's Grady calling me now. Let me get him off. He's a boy. He's always he got bad timing. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. Let me see. Let me cut him off. We had Grady on one time too. Yeah, he's a good oh, dude. Did? Yeah, For, yes, yeah, sir. He's a fool. That dude's a fool. Anyway, <laughs> man. Uh, so Jake and Cheyenne, they were little boys, man, like four and five or three and four. And every time we came home, we would put the, rec the record on. This is before the miniseries even hit uh, TV. And Jake and Papa would hear Anthony singing Climb Every Mountain. Then they started trying to be like their big brothers, right? It was, it's crazy. 
So when all that happened, I was teaching them how to sing and um, I still got videos of that. And, and then every show I did, I would take them on the show with me to show them off at nightclubs and stuff, right? Because at that time they had a group with Grady Anthony and Ra Raquel is my sister, her daughter, Kanela. And I named them Papa's Results after me and my sister's group. Mm. So they were doing a lot of shows, dude, around LA, a lot of shows, and I'll tell you, and that was their training ground, just like it was me and my sister's training ground. And um, then we would go home and I would be teaching Cheyenne and Jacob. So I was just hands-on with them. Um, I was a lot lighter on Pop and Jake than I was on Cheyenne, uh, on Grady and Anthony. Grady and Anthony will tell you I was hard on them. And, um, but then when they started growing up, it started coming natural. It's funny how you do kids. When you raise them like that, Grady and Anthony are just seasoned performers now. And so is Jake and Papa um, and my son, Kirby. But what happened was I went away to prison for three and a half years. And this is where, this is Grady. He called me on my other phone now. Hold on. Hey, hey let me call you back. I'm, I'm doing the interview with the guys, man, on, on, uh, on Zoom. I'll call you back. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear it? No, man. <laughs> He's a sissy. <laughs> 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 anyway, man, so I went away for like three and a half years and I got to give Grady and Anthony their props. They picked up where I left off at and they started teaching Cheyenne and Grady. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Jake and Papa, where I left off at. And then their brother from their mother, JR, mm -hmm. he had moved out before I even went to prison in 1990, Jake, Jared moved out in 1995. So I got a chance to work with him on vocals too. But his main thing was rapping. He loved to rap. Mm. So by the time I got out in 2000, I went away in 1997. I got out in 2000 of July, Anthony's daughter's birthday, July 17th. I'll never forget that. And uh, when I got out, all the boys were singing together and I tripped out. I said, actually it didn't happen in 2000. It happened like a few years after that. Cause when I got out, it was just Grady and Anthony. And, and they had a friend named Jeff and they were called the Nave. And, and uh, Dr. Dre had signed them. I, I got mm -hmm. a lawyer, Dr. Dre gave us a gang of money and signed them. Although, you know, that went nowhere but it was just wonderful hanging out with Dre up at his house. Um, and seeing where that was going to go. He really took good care of us, though, of the boys, gave them a, a weekly allowance, gave us a big uh, advance. Um, but then, man, uh, their their partner from high school dropped out, so it just left Grady and Anthony. Grady and Anthony did two great albums, one called The Nade, and then one was called Music Is Life, was chill to my best, to my, that's my best project they've ever done. Music is Life is one bad project. Um, Anthony did all the production on it. It's so bad. And um, wow. Grady's got it on I Anthony's got it on iPad. Grady's got everything on iPad. Then, as, as uh, time went by, about 2003, that's when the five guys got together. And I'm like, wow, y'all got something here. It was like my own Jackson 5 and our own family, right? <laughs> they were bad. And Anthony and Grady were the bosses, of course, especially Ant, because Anthony did all the music, recording mm. all the brothers. And it was crazy. Then they got to the attention of 
so many people. First, it was uh, Silas with Brian McKnight, and Brian McKnight did a lot of things with him. Um, then they got with, uh, and I was right there waiting. They got with um, Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady would have him come mm. out on his stand up in here in, in Vegas at the Mirage. And I would go over there because I had moved to Vegas in 2005. Then the biggest mistake came and they, against my, my will, my better judgment, uh, my advice, they signed with my younger brother. And that's, that was the beginning of the end of brother because my mm. brother, just what I told them he would do, stole all the paper. Mm. So then Anthony came to me, pops, you know, I'm going to leave brother. And I was really like disappointed. I was like, don't leave. Finish what you start. He's like, no, pops, I'm done. And I know when Anthony looks at me and says that he was done, I'm like, okay. So then they tried to keep, my brother tried to keep the four going, the four boys broke Anthony's heart. He said, I can't believe my brother Grady is continuing, trying to continue without me. And so I had to be the referee. So Grady came over and we sat and talked, had a little drink and me, him and Anthony. And I said, hey man, uh, so Grady dropped out. And it was funny how it just fell, fell, fell. Then they tried to do the three, JR, Pop and Jacob. And uh, it was a joke. And uh, then JR just said, no, I'm going back to Jehovah. I don't want to do this music anymore. I just want to be a witness in my ministry. And to this day, Jake and Papa are still doing their thing. I'm proud of them. They done done about 11 projects. And mm -hmm. I've, I listen to uh, a lot of their music. Yeah. Because, you know, I've, I was always a fan of all of them together. So, yeah. you know, when I when they had broke up, I was like, dang, like they were just getting started, really. Getting started. But you <laughs> see behind the scenes how and the same thing happened to me behind the scenes. My best friend from high school. He got in an argument with RCA Records and it was, I was signed to him. This girl I did a duet with, she's a fine girl named Tyler Collins. We did a duet. It's called You and I, uh, You and Me, that um, Stevie Wonder wrote and produced. And it's on, it's on YouTube. Me and Tyler Collins did that. She was on um, his uh, production company, Domino Theory, who had a bad record out called uh, Radio Driver. Um, it's so funky. Um, they were on it. He must have did some and made Skip Miller, uh, who was the NR uh, uh, in charge of black music, till they dropped his whole production company. So it's nothing that we did as artists. I guess Andre went in talking crazy to Skip. That is the last time I had a record deal in 1992. How, sc how scary was that? Um, well, to, to, to know that some of the hurdles that you had went through as an artist, you're now watching your, your sons go through and trying to help them maneuver on top of trying to help them maneuver with family. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot. So just, yeah, I, I, can, a I can hear, I can hear uh, most people would probably go through that situation and automatically just have a disdain for the music business or just music as a whole. But you know, Grady and Ant are still moving. They still performing. They, 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 to me, seem closer than ever. I remember watching, um, the show, um, and I had to refresh myself mm -hmm. on it on YouTube because I remember then saying, "Yo, these guys are pretty talented. Why isn't this happening?" 
I had no clue of any of this other stuff. So, um, yeah, just just speak to speak to that. How do you keep how do you keep that a hold as as the the the, the king, the the, the guy steering the ship? It's um, it, it broke my heart when my boys didn't make it. They were they could have brought the whole family in. My sister, my niece Canela, who's a monster, and now Grady and Anthony's daughters are monsters. I can't believe how they develop in artists. Um, but see, my dream, and I, I don't, I think my dream has always been the whole family doing something together. And I think that's just been, cause I, I've had all these kids, I had them all. And, and my sister and I started off at doing our thing. But my thing has always been the family, man. People love family magic, the barge, silvers, Jacksons, and on and on and on the um, five stair steps. It's something about a family that people love. Now, other people in the family don't see it that way. They think if they can go out on their own and do it, and I'm cool with that. You go out on your own, but you ain't making no noise. You know, um, I think Anthony and Grady got it now. Anytime we do something together, it's like family oriented and we bring the funk on. People love to, it's, it's a feel good story. The backstory, a father who started singing, he, he made a little noise in the industry, but his sons came up after him and boom. I mean, it ain't no different than Joe Jackson. Joe started his plan with his blues and, and Gary. He mm -hmm. couldn't make it. Brought his sons up. They stayed together until Mike went out on his own and then they got back together, did a big old... But family is magical. And anybody listening who don't believe that when so many people in the family are talented, so me standing on the sidelines to answer your question as a father who raised all these kids, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart, man. Um, but as long as I'm living, there's still hope that we can get together. And by we, I'm talking about me, Grady, Anthony, Jake, Papa, my sister Raquel, Canela, uh, Grady's daughter Acacia, Anthony's daughter Anaya. That's nine people who are just you know, my son, Kirby, that's 10 people. So, you know, I got three kids from my second wife, Pop, Jacob, and their younger brother, Kirby, who mm -hmm. can also dance and sing his butt off. So it's like, it's just, man, a lot of people in the family are really chasing their, chasing their tails, dude. It's like, right. you know, and, and, and don't get me wrong. I wish them the best. I want them to blow up, but what I've experienced, man, um, you know what the Bible say about honoring your father and your mother? When I hear different interviews, Grady always keep me abreast on different interviews some of them have done. And, you know, when you get on the interview and somebody asks you a question like, uh, uh, hey, let me, let me ask you something. Where'd you get the name Papa? Uh, yeah, my dad gave me that name and that's all he gave me. Grady sends me that and I'm like, what? Mm. So I text my son and I'm like, hey, dude, that broke my heart. I, I don't cuss kids out no more. They groan. That broke my heart that you said that that's all I gave you. And he pops, I was just kidding. How do you kid about somebody that brought you into this world? How do you, for a father, I don't know if you guys are fathers, man, but for a father, that breaks my heart. And you don't want nothing to do with your brothers or getting back together and 
doing some, I mean, all, all I do is get inboxes from different fans of theirs. When is brother going to get back together to just yeah. do something, you, mm-hmm. you know, do, do an album together and put it out yourself. But they don't want to do it. I.E. Jake and Papa. Um, and, you know, I get it. They, they went through a lot of things with the brothers arguing and what, but it happens with brothers. That's, That's right. what forgetting is all about. But anytime you get on, and I'm not talking about Jacob. Jacob is one of the best kids I got in the world. He would never, ever do that. And Anthony has done that. He'll tell you, when they were all with my brother, my brother was planting a seed in them. And you guys got to know all of this. Because um, I'm proud to talk about it because me and Ant and Grady are, when they signed my brother, we didn't talk for like eight months. So when I saw them on BET and, you know, Ant said, yeah, we don't fuck with that nigga talking about me. But Ant has apologized since then, you know? Um, Grady has apologized. And my best friend from high school, Herbie, I mean, he's cussed Grady out on Numa. He said, nigga, you let your little brothers talk about your father like that? You ain't nothing but a coward, you know? And, 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 and you know, Grady's the old one. So it's like, he should have, man, we, you shouldn't talk about pops like that, man. He, he's the one who trained us and taught us how to sing and this and that. So to answer your question, on the outside looking in and my brother got all this stuff going, I ain't talked to him since. Me and my brother don't even talk, that brother. Uh, mm-hmm. We ain't talked to him 15 years. And, um, and I have no desire because he was basically trying to turn my sons against me. Mm-hmm. And the one of them, he succeeded because I don't even talk to Papa anymore. I just, I said, hey man, I'm cool with it. So that's a cold thing not to talk to your son. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yes, and sir. If you're fine with that, fine. I wish you well. I wish you well in your music, however you want to do it. I don't like the cussing in the music. That's uncalled for. You know, you got a kid. You you, you raising a, a kid. You shouldn't have to cuss to get your melody and your beautiful vocals. I never had to cuss in my music. So yeah. But it's, it's it, man, it's a cold thing having 10 kids and uh, not really talking to but two or three of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the last time I seen Jake and Papa, they were on um, Sway in the morning. Right. And they didn't seem like themselves. I know. It's like, I mean, it was just so weird. You know what I mean? Like he had them rapping. And right. I, I didn't understand that. Yeah. Like they're on there, they're, they're vocalists. Like, he had them on there rapping, and um, one of them was like, like Papa was trying to rap, and it just wasn't, it just didn't look, I don't think it was a good look for them when they did that. Uh, so it's like, stay in your lane. You know what we do. We sing. Um, I know that they can rap a little bit, but they can't spit like Jerry. JR is like a rapper. You know, he spits fast, but so, man, I mean, it's just, so I do my own thing. You know, I, I, you know, I try to steer them in the right direction. For instance, we went, we work for West Coast Music, and I just, I'm gonna keep it all real. They pay good money, and the gigs are only on Saturdays, right? Ninety nine point nine of the gigs, we go out and make money to pay rent because, after all, when you start getting kids, you need money to pay mm. rent and to pay your bills and to buy diapers. Okay, so. And this is the last thing I'm going to say about Cheyenne or Papa, whatever you want to call him. But um, they made the wrong, you know, I've been, I've been with this company 23 years, West Coast Music. We do all the best wedding receptions for it. Like, for instance, Grady and Anthony 
just a couple I mentioned, I'll mention. You ever heard of Scooter Braun? He manages yeah. Justin Bieber. Yes, sir. Great. He did his wedding reception. By saying didn't, all we do is dance and sing all the top hits, even from the Motown days. And we got a bad band, strings, horns, the baddest band and the baddest singers. It's not even on one singer. Grady's Nim band, the JB Project, they got, I think, five singers, maybe six. And now Gavin Rohn is one. You know Gavin? Gavin was one of the baddest singers. Um, and he he's not stupid enough to pass no gig up like that. So the gig pays big money. They fly us wherever. Then Grady and them did Justin Bieber's wedding reception. Then they did Patrick Mahomes' wedding reception. They get all, I mean, just, and then you go and you see those gigs. I did a gig, dude, about six, seven months ago in San Diego. I looked at all them like, ain't that Bill Gates? So these are the kind of people that be wow. at these corporate gigs. And um, we was tripping. I'm like, I need to go ask him for a loan. And my partner like, don't do this. So, so anyway, man, about seven, eight years ago, the guy who owns the company, Jim Eppolito, he said, dude, I want anybody in my company whose last name is Burrell. So of course I went to Pop and Jacob. I said, hey man, Jim wants you guys. They turned down the gig three times, not one, not two three times. And so, you know, it's like, it, no, nah, Pops, we don't want to do that. We don't want nothing to come between the Jake and Pop movement. I'm like, dude, these are just Saturday gigs. Ain't nothing going to come. And, and it'll help you earn money to put back into your business with Jake and Papa. But do you think that they listen to old dad? No. Nah. Old dad's still going out on these gigs, though. And your two older brothers are, too, and making big money. And that's a blessing, you know? So I think I think it's hard. It's hard. Um, it's hard for a lot of people who have this idea of what success is supposed to look like to remove and get a, get out of that ego and now take a different route. Um, I know when I came up, I was my first experiences were, were in a group. It was with five of the guys I went to high school with mm -hmm. school, put the group together. And before then, I had never imagined the idea of me ever being a solo artist. I was like, right. this is perfect. I could be in a group. It's not a lot of pressure on me. Go do my thing. Um, and then when that didn't work out, um, I had to readjust and like, all right, what's the plan? I got I got to figure out because I'm already hooked on this music shit. This is going to work. We're going to make this work. Yeah. Um, and the my manager at that time, who was a great writer, He's like, well, you need to write. You need to learn how to write because those are where the checks are at as well. Yep. And you need to get involved in these corporate gigs. And you need to you need to become, go learn every song you need to learn because there are going to be some weddings that you might have. To. He would put that. And for me to do that was me kind of stepping outside of my idea of what the success was going to be yep. like. And it was hard then. Uh, I can only imagine what it must be for them to kind of get out of it. Cause they've seen, they've seen a level of success and a level of notoriety that mm -hmm. I think a lot of artists, once they have it, they feel they have to keep up. Right. And you don't. Right. And you don't, you, you have to do what's best for, for not just your career, but also what's best for your household. And Thanks. also what's best <laughs> in the long-term success of your career. Right. So, Hopefully, you know, I, I, I hope uh, I'm familiar with their music. Mm -hmm. Hope at some point they, you know, have some some level of 
connecting to that. And yeah, yeah, because man, you know, man, what I find out about this business, man, I'm a chameleon. I can go into like, for instance, I did a show on the strip for like three years, right at the Bally's Hotel, and. I did Jackie Wilson. I came out, all of it's on YouTube. I did Sam Cooke. My friend did. I never thought in my, in a million years growing up in LA that I would be a tribute artist, dude. I mean, this is so far from what I wanted to be. I wanted to be the next Michael and his brothers. I wanted to be the next Stevie, you know, and I had the vocals. I had what it took, but it just never happened for me with hits after hits after hits like the Motown people. Um, it never happened. So what do you do? You change your way of doing things in this business. There's so much money out there to be made. Man, this fell into my lap, dude. I was taking Grady and them, all my boys and girls on the audition. I had a, a manager at the time. His name was Tony Jones when Sticks and Stones was at Zenith. His cousin is Suzanne DePaz, who was mm. the reason that Barry Gordy signed them, them kids to Motown. Dude, he said, hey, Grady, they're making a movie about the Jackson 5's life story. Now, you come through the back door because I heard your kids are very talented. I'm taking them, dudes, on callback after callback. Anthony, Grady, Cheyenne, Jacob, Brooke, um, uh, my, my niece, Canela. So six, this is six kids at the time because Kirby was too young. I'm taking them on, on callback. So the casting director would call me. We just knew one of them kids would get an on-screen job, right? So one day, the casting director called me. I, I mean, I can't write this stuff, man. And they said, we want to see Grady maybe playing Jackie at this age. Anthony maybe playing Michael. Cheyenne maybe playing a younger Michael. Uh, Jacob playing Marlon. Um, and on and on. Canela maybe playing Latoya or Reby, something like that. And we want to see you. I'm like, me, I ain't auditioned for nothing. They said, Jermaine said, you look a lot like Jackie Wilson. Do you know any of his tunes? I lied and said, yes. And so they said, okay, prepare something. Wait, that's you. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> wait, wait, that's wait. crazy. I can't wait. write this, man. Wait. Like they said, prepare <laughs> something. So the next day, I never saw Jackie. All I saw at the time, every BET commercial, always had little snippets of Jackie doing something, but it was so fast. But I knew that they said that Elvis Presley stole a lot of his moves from Jackie, right? So the next day I turned my collar up. I saw Jermaine, I saw his girl at the time. Michael's mother was there, Catherine, I was scared to death. And the only tune I kind of knew is his most iconic tune. Yo love lifting me higher than I've ever a bit. So I sang that and I got the gig, dude. I'm with Jermaine, who he's my my I was he's my idol, right? I'm trying to contain myself. And Michael Peters was there. I had to work with Michael Peters, who choreographed okay. Thriller and yeah. beat it. Man, I'm around all this greatness, and wow. I got that gig, and I did a cameo. And to top it off, I told Jermaine or whoever that that Anthony can sing. Anthony got the gig singing all the, I mean, come on. So, so after it aired in 1992, August, I started getting calls from all around the country to do Jackie Wilson. Man, 
that's how it on if when you listen to me on that Jackson miniseries, I wasn't singing like I just got this singing. I was just singing like Grady Harrell because I sang a song called um, Susanna Pass uh, called Baby Work Hard. Come out of here on the floor, let's rock some more. Come out of here on the floor, honey, let's rock some more, yeah. That's Grady's voice. I, a play called me out of Birmingham, Alabama to play Jackie Wilson. And I learned the song, Baby Workout, uh, a couple of uh, uh, Lonely Teardrops, and another one. I only had to do three songs in my Jackie Wilson set. So I knew I had this voice like this because I used to talk to my brothers and sisters. Um, I used to talk to my brothers like, my sisters like that when I was young. Come here, you know? And so I heard Jackie's voice. I'm like, I didn't do that right on the miniseries. So one day I was rehearsing with the band in Birmingham. I said, I'm gonna try to do this. I'm kind of scared. And I said, um, hey, you come out of here on the floor. And everybody had went, all the other dancers and stuff had went to the, the foyer up in the lobby. When I started singing like that, they all came back in and thought it was a record. I'm like, I found the Jackie Wilson voice. That's it. And after that, I started doing all, man, on, on August the 11th, 12th, and 13th, then a guy, after I've been doing so many Jackie Wilson, I still do it in Canada. I do Sam Cooke in Canada, Michael Jackson, um, and all that in Canada. And this is just all the gigs that pay money to come back and pay my bills in this house. So right. to turn down any gig is the most stupidest thing an entertainer can ever do. I don't care if your mama try to make you separate from me or whatever, you're a fool being a man to turn down any gig that will pay you a thousand dollars and up. So anyway, yes, man, sir. then the reason why I moved here, I never thought I would move to Las Vegas. A partner of mine, Nate Evans said, hey, Grady, I got this possible gig in Vegas. You I said, of course I'm interested. And so he said, it's doing a tribute to the Temptations. Hey. I, I started doing, huh? You say something? I think that was Ant, he just came in. Oh, okay, yeah. I started doing a tribute my dude, to the mighty temptations, and I learned all their steps. So what came out of that? What came out of that is that I've been doing attempts all this time, and August the 11th, 12th, and 13th, me and my temptation act will be in the um, South Point Casino in the showroom, and we're going to be in Wisconsin doing it. You don't know how many people, because when you think about music, and we do those songs and bring people back to their childhood, I always tell tribute artists, don't never let it go to your head because you're not the star. You know what the star is? Those songs we sing. Mm -hmm. If we can sing those songs at a high rate that those entertainers recorded them at, because I still, thanks to Jehovah, I still got the voice I had at 17. I can sing high like Michael did, right? And um, my only so, thing is that the so Jacksons call me to sing Michael's parts now because it's lacking. Yeah, the song, the songs are the connection to the people. That's right. 100%. Yeah, yeah man. So I just, I, I don't respect any entertainer unless you got a gig paying more to turn down a gig to hone your talents. Because all we doing, me, Grady and Anthony, every time we go out on the weekends, we're honing our talents more and more and more we're all, we'll always be performers, dude. You know, even when I had millions of dollars when I was 25, 
years old and and for like four or five years i was i was with that woman i still wanted to record music i had a big old mansion anthony will tell you rolls royce mercedes so many rolex watches this one but my heart was with the music that's why she said okay i'm gonna record your first album for me and she did and named it moana my middle name go figure and she wrote most of the tunes on there and i was introduced to musicians that I only read on records, playing on my record. Go figure, man. So, so I respect me. my two oldest sons a lot, especially Ant. Grady, I love the boy, but he needs to get another job. See this, 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 <laughs> hey man, this, always tell, Grady, always tell Grady, Grady, your brother out there, Anthony is a hustler, right? He's always doing something. Grady, on the other, on the other hand, he, uh, he's just happy to uh, have that job with West Coast. I'm like, all week long, dude, you don't do nothing. You're <laughs> one lazy guy. <laughs> so he's like, shut up, old man. I do whatever. I'm like, okay. <laughs> we, we, try, we tried to get him in here to, so we could have, a, you know, like get in here and pod with us, man. So sometime he'll come, you know, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll get on one or two. Yeah, but he just, know, then he'll, he'll fade back. <laughs> and he'll, yeah, he's, uh, and he's just, he's a different kind of dude. I remember when, um, they were working on this. You got to ask Anthony to let you hear that music. It's like Project, man. It's one of the baddest albums he's ever made. Um, it's hey, just the bad. Huh? Oh, you there, Ant, huh? I'm here. I just, uh, I'm, I'm at Tractor Supply getting the dog some food, so I don't want to turn my video on. Okay. But Ant, <laughs> Ant, um, well, I, I'll tell Grady, because I, I know I got Music is Life. Y'all got to hear Grady and Anthony sing Music is Life, dude. I the next time I'm on, because I should have sent it to you to play it, but you gotta have you ever heard that you guys, Anthony and Grady singing music is life? No, we need no, it. sir. Yeah, we need to hear that. Yeah, oh man, that whew, it's it's fire, dude. And Anthony did all the production. So it's 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 wild, man, how um how they've they've grown so far since they I'm, came to live. I'm a I'm gonna ha- have a bone to pick with Ant once we once we get because all this time <laughs> I'm over here singing these damn Singing along with these songs on this American Dream. Not the, the brother I'm sitting on here doing a podcast with the guy I'm on here mimicking. Yo, and we got a beat. Hey, and you, you got to put that up the raps, brother. You didn't Yo, say you, nothing. Listen, I knew I was a light skinned nigga, but you on your light skin shit now. <laughs> you supposed to tell me that, bro. You know, you know, the thing about Ant, he never brags about himself. And I mean, it's just like, uh, I mean, no, that's everybody. Good. That's good, but then tell us so that we can brag about it for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> you ain't got to say nothing. We got you. Yeah, we got right. you, bro. <laughs> hmm. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. Yeah, man. It's, it's amazing. Um, And like you said, uh, it's amazing for to see the starting point of a whole family's progression through music. The starting point would be you. Mm-hmm. And how that trickles down to everyone being able to have their own situations, own careers, yeah, it down to their children. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. and it's, it's a testament to family, and it's and you're absolutely right. Family should stick together. You guys yeah. are stronger together, pulling each other together to the finish line than one person trying to get there first. And yeah, and all that. that's what I that's what I love, man, about the whinings. The whinings, yeah. man. I saw them and and when I, a, a girlfriend of mine in 19, had to be 1991, 
she took me to see the winings at the um, Universal City up there in uh, Universal City, right? At the amphitheater there. Um, and first, I mean, it, it, this song that that I taught Grady and Anthony, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I, I forgot well, how like I, brothers. I, yeah, brothers. Like brothers, like brothers, we stand up on, so, uh, so man, okay. that, they came on, um, and that, 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 that concert, the whinings is still, it's on, um, you can see it on YouTube now, one at a time, one kid came out singing a line. And that's when I, I said, I got to do this with my family. One kid came out, then another kid came out, all 10 kids came out. And then the mother and father came out and then they sang this tune and they, they, I, I, I was just so flabbergasted. I came home and I told Anthony and Grady and our, our partner who was living with us, another vocalist, Terry Stanton. And we've been singing that song ever since. And then Grady and them, when they got to be brother, they turned it in to their theme song. Mm -hmm. And that's, and, and that's all by me seeing the whiners sing that's that. Amazing. It's amazing, man. Yeah, that man. It is amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. But that, that's Harrell, all we, we We don't want to keep you too long. We know you're busy. You know, we yeah, <laughs> man. It's, it's been, man, anytime you want me on, it, it's been a pleasure, man. I, you know, you, you can tell I enjoy talking, especially yeah. about. I want to, I want to, I want to hear some of them. Uh, 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 ne next time, I want to just get into some of them, them stories, them, them, yeah, them, for them, sure. um, them road stories, and 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 just the working okay. with certain people. I, I oh, know man. next time because working with the, the, the gig that fell in my lap, and we'll talk about it next time, is working with Patty Labelle, and then I went on the road with the Daz Band, and I mm. brought Grady out with me um, because Skip, um, he had quit the lead singer to Let It Whip. So Bobby Harris called me. I mean, it's just funny how you meet hey, different people. Patty, in, in, Patty LaBelle kissed me on my lips. Sorry to interrupt you, Pops. Uh-huh, I know. <laughs> wait, wait. wait. <laughs> hey, we was, hey, we was at, uh, there was this show that uh, my friend Caffeine was on, the nigga that got stomped in Minister Society. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, we used to live with him. Yeah, he lived with us. So he was on this show called Out All Night with Patty LaBelle. Right. And, uh, I, was I remember 14, that. Oh, man, I never forget it. So dad took us to the set, uh, to out all night, and it was, I think it was her birthday. And remember, I was like, This is your day, Patty. We're only here to tell you that we love you, love you. Oh, caffeine came up with that melody. Oh, he came, from the, he came all the way from the set to my 14 years old. There you go. He going through them hills. He going through them hills. Yeah, no, he gets them. Bad reception. <laughs> <laughs> he gone. <laughs> Good old squirt. <laughs> Always. Uh, what was you saying? Well, you cut off, and Tell us the last Nothing part. <laughs> oh, shit. Where did it cut off? Oh, that's it. <laughs> it cut off when you was at, when you, right at, right said, after you said caffeine came up with that just, melody. Oh shit! Damn, yeah, the, the the end of it is she just kissed me. That was it. Oh wow! <laughs> that's, the most, that's the most important part. We need to. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we need to hear that. <laughs> yeah, and go figure. I ended up going on on the road with her, which was I'll talk about that next time in the Daz Band and just so many other things, man. That uh that I've been involved in, and then 
of, of all things, it's the show on the strip in, in, in Las Vegas has been a beautiful ride for me, man. And until, you know, I get too old to sing and dance, man, I saw the other, and this, this last thing I'm gonna say on this, but Tony Bennett, man, 90 years old, right? And he's still singing. The only, the only thing, is the guy still there? Yep. Yep. Oh, yes, sir. The only reason why Tony Bennett have to have to retire is because he's getting dementia. Yeah. Yep. So I'll be singing, man. I love to do it. And just to see the people's jaws drop when I hit a certain note or when I'm sounding like Jackie or Sam and to see their eyes to take them back. Then after the show, it's like you, you can't stop signing, you know, autographs and your tour booklet. So this is the business that I chose when I was seven years old. And now my son's after me have chosen the same business and I just try to I still got a dream of us being on stage together here in Vegas getting our own show in lights Harrell and so many facets like on the winings BB and CC came out by themselves then um their brother Daniel came out by himself then the four winings came out and just rocked the audience but they started off as a big unit the 10 people then mom and pops came out and did their little thing and that's always been my my dream. And Anthony and Grady knows it, but the other ones, you gotta get a little older to see the vision. You know what I'm saying? It it yeah. it it it'll happen. We're gonna speak it into existence. Yeah. The talent right. experience is there for it to happen once, you know, is it like Voltron? Once everybody come together, it'll connect. Yeah, it'll man. Right. And when yeah. it happened, we right there. I'm definitely yeah. coming to Vegas. <laughs> Man, it's been such a pleasure what you guys do. And call me so anytime, much, you know. Uh, send them my number, Squirt. And, uh, I will, man. Hey, Pops, thanks for coming on, man. And I, I yes, just want really to say appreciate that it. My, my dad is the reason why I'm singing. He put it in me and my brother. And I owe him everything for, for me still, still being able to make a living doing what I do, man. That's the man right there. So thanks, yeah, Pops. Man. Thanks, man. Oh, man. Thank you, yes, baby. Sir. Okay. Man, I love you, okay? Love you too, Pops. All right, I'll call okay. you later. Love you guys, man. We'll talk. Yes, sir. Oh, all right. Bless all y'all, man. Okay. Love. All right. Okay, peace. And don't go nowhere. We're gonna we're gonna cuss you out in two minutes. <laughs> hey, facts. <laughs> hey, hey, I was. Yo. I you know what's so funny? The 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 first thing that I picked up on uh-huh. was your spirit. Yeah. Your, you and Grady's spirit is 100% y'all dad. 100. Y'all have the same yeah. energy. Y'all give up the same, y'all give up the same spirit. Yeah. Yeah, just Bro, good. Hey, 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 we live with that crazy nigga, man, from age <laughs> 12, 12 and 13 all the way until he, he 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 was on the run. Did he tell you about that? Yeah, yeah he, he went to jail. Gave little, yeah. He gave us a little rundown. Yeah, so uh, from from all the way through our teenage years, man, we live with that nigga and talk about stories, man. I got stories that can't even be told on this motherfucker. <laughs> hey, how they say it in the old days? How they, uh, uh, man, man, you come you come from good stock, man. You good, man. <laughs> thanks, thanks, E. Appreciate nah, it, man. facts. Hey, bro, and I I promise you, bro. Like as soon as he got on here, he started singing like straight up. Listen, For real, I knew it. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me tell you, when he went 
because he did it. He did it first when he brought up that he he was inspired by Smokey first, and he sang uh-huh. Smokey real quick. And I said, "Oh shit, that sound that sound too much like Smokey." Oh shit, <laughs> but, I, and, but I didn't say nothing. I was like, oh, "Okay, not that." And then he went over to Jackie, and I said, "Oh no, 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 hold on." Oh, he did that on purpose. Oh, he can really sound like. <laughs> yeah. I, I said, "Oh no, that's 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 not um." That ain't just no singing shit. That's vocalist to the supreme level of being. They went to Sam Cooke after that. I said, yeah, oh, they went to oh, Sam and Jeffrey Osborne. And- oh, shit. He went all yeah. around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah we got yeah, your dad was not playing, bro. I knew it, man. <laughs> he hey, did not he come to, to play. Tough, though. And, you know, I had to ask the, the question about brother, and he gave the whole rundown on that, too. For real? Damn, man, I would ask what he said, but I want to see it. Yeah, you'll be able to see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, we're going to do, let's do this. Let's have this. You'll watch it, and then we can do our next joint where you can come back and bet, yep. bet. Yeah, let's do that. I don't even want to comment. I want to watch it first and yeah. then comment later. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be dope. Yes, sir. That'll be okay. dope. For sure. So, so, hey, I wanted to ask you, man. Because <laughs> lately I've been seeing you post Britney a lot, man. What's What's going on with Britney? Hosting Britney Spears. <laughs> oh, oh, Brit Brit. I don't call her Britney Spears anymore. I call her Brit Brit. <laughs> hey, so listen, I got a message to, 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 to all of America, right? Because I was with y'all when this was happening. A lot of y'all was screaming free Britney. No, let me take, take that back. A lot of us was screaming free Britney, right? I want to I want to revoke and remove my free Britney. <laughs> and I want to now say lock her back up. Some <laughs> Hey, you hear what just happened today? Yes. Man, what the heck? Do you do you follow Britney on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Yo, she crazy. Hey, something wrong wrong with Brit Brit. They got something wrong with Brit Brit. I mean, we didn't do that, but I don't. You think she deserves to get backhanded though? No. What what it depends. Well, what did she do to get backhanded? Because I don't know. Like, I'm not with hitting, I'm not with I'm not with hitting women. Oh but, man! But if a seven five basketball player guard <laughs> had to back smack you, I'm sure he had good reason. <laughs> you must have did something. Yo, she man, definitely did head. something. She violated in some way, bro. There's no reason for that. Hey. I, I got a quick story. I introduced Britney Spears years ago. She, hold on, honey. Years ago, man, when I was on Stay by the Bell, when Britney first came out with her first song, Hit Me Baby One More Time, my ex-wife was in the video. Uh, wow. If you, yeah, if you watch the video, she's the one with the curly hair in the classroom at the beginning, and you can see her clear. That's Anaya's mama. So uh, um, we were at, uh, I was on Stay by the Bell. We, we had this uh, appearance at this mall up north. So uh, they paid me like three grand, me and one of the other white boys that was on the show to go introduce Britney Spears. I didn't know who she was at this mall. And uh, I was like, yeah, I got paid. I was like, introducing, you know, welcome Britney Spears. I didn't know who the fuck she was. And she blew after that. Blue. Crazy. No, not to make not to make light, because Britney has been in the business for a while. She's been a kid star and and grew up in the business. She's probably not had uh, the greatest childhood experiences right but, uh, yeah. i just always i just always wonder who's holding this phone 
like, no, she got a uh, ring a light, nigga. She got one of, I just she got a know. big ring light. <laughs> who, and who else is in the house allowing her to stay in these positions? Like, somebody in that house got to take that phone from Brit Brit, man. She's clowning. Hey, bro, every time I went with the, the most recent stuff that you were posting, bro, I was crying the whole time. <laughs> she looks crazy. She looks crazy. And she can dance. And she's not a bad-looking woman. Right. But she looked crazy. She looked crazy, bro. Like, yeah. And she don't look like she's been getting any sleep. Like, she looked like she'd be up 24 <laughs> hours a day, yo. Got the eyeliner running off the side of her. <laughs> baby, baby, just, just her hair all over the place. Like she's like she on some. Same white boots. Oh my god. That's what love too, Benny. Like we're hey, not I, trying I, to play you. We just saying. Hey, I'm trying to figure out if somebody put hands on her and her husband was there. What was that all about? He didn't step in. Is is she married though? Let me tell you something. Yeah, she just that got nigga, married. That nigga, that nigga in the house. Seeing all this bullshit, he probably happy somebody to smack. <laughs> it's a Brittany, get your top. No, no, no. I right, <laughs> nigga, he in the house, he in the house drinking all kind like whatever's in there. Like, I can't take this, but she oh my hey, they got food already. <laughs> they still got food. Oh my goodness, hey. man. That hey, right there. Brittany, we hope oh, she all right, man. I hope Brittany all right, but not I, facts. With love, Brittany. We not even trying to play you none of that. Take a little we're, just it, here. we're just keeping it real. We love you, Brit. Did you guys? Did you, guys did, you, did you guys see the argument? Uh, uh, Kiki Palmer and 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 her uh, man yeah. are sleeping up. Yeah, yeah. Wife, I saw, I me, saw uh, it. What you think? Y'all give me what y'all think. <laughs> Better question. If it was your woman and she was in Usher's arms, would you trip? Yes. One hundred percent. Y'all niggas. No, 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 no. Let me tell you why I'm a trip. Let me tell you why I'm a trip. First off, <laughs> first off, look what you're wearing. Facts. That's one. Oh, y'all niggas. I disagree, <laughs> whole boy. And two. Let that woman be, man. She looked good two, as a motherfucker. If you're going to be out in Usher arms, I better not be home with this baby. That's a, <laughs> I better hey, be out somewhere, too. We better have a babysitter. because I better have a sitter if you're going out like that. Yeah, but there's, like, cockroaches in there. Go take a look at it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I'm and on, a, on a serious note, I would not trip with my girl going to enjoy a show. Yeah. Both these niggas said they would trip if right? their right. girl was in Usher's right. arms like that. So, yeah, my, so, so I'm not, I wouldn't trip, I wouldn't trip about her going to the, enjoy the show, right? Uh-huh. I wouldn't even trip about um, Usher to dancing it. with her and all that, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I only pose this question because this is entertainment and Usher 100% is an entertainer, nor do I think Usher was doing that with the thoughts, I'm going to try to have sex with Kiki Palmer. Right. And I don't think Kiki Palmer was thinking, I'm going to try to have sex with Usher. I think no. they're having a good time. Now, can I go to the strip club and get the same attention from a stripper and she not get mad? Girl, this stage belongs to you. Because it's entertainment. It's all entertainment. single I throw on your body, babe. <laughs> 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 
Hey, that's a good question. I I'm, I feel the same way you feel. Like, okay, it's cool that you out and you doing anything. That's Usher. I know he. That's what he I mean, do. He gonna he I mean, gonna walk listen. away. He gonna sing to you. But hey, you, look what hey, you wearing. Hey, Kiki, Kiki Palmer was over my house on my seven year anniversary with a, with a lot of hair underneath her arm. Oh, <laughs> I love Yo. her. Though. I love her. I guess that's the new thing. <laughs> hey, cause my daughter got it too, and my niece. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> new European look. <laughs> I blame Janelle. Mon- manly look. Hey, that's Janelle Monet fault. Like, like bro said. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know what that's about. Hey, now nah, let's keep it real, ladies. Cut that. Sh- I gotta cut that. Man, shit. cut that shit off, man. <laughs> Listen. That right there, like, because it looked like they had, like, if you want to have a little hair there, cool. But, like, y'all had, like, I seen somebody, no lie. I think this is no lie, bro. I see somebody, and they just, they had the tank top on, and, you know, the arms were down, and that hair was just coming up out the out of there. Like, I'm like, yo, that's hey, different. <laughs> I'm going to say something really bad and shallow. <laughs> if you ugly, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Go do whatever you want. If I think you look good, just cut your. Oh God, let me stop. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. cut the underarms, bro. I can't, man. I gotta. I can't, bro. I can't get with it, Please. man. Uh, hey, and these are all all the girls that I've seen with it recently are pretty girls, man. Like, and they just have it, like more, almost so, more than me. Can I say that a lot of the pretty girls are? are, are I feel like a lot of pretty women. Feel like they have uh-huh. a social stance because a lot of them feel like all they get looked at as pretty, yeah. and they that's, don't have that, to that's, that's, that's a, Yes, yes. So I think a lot of that is them just trying to say, "Listen, I'm not just a pretty face. I have I have an understanding of social issues. I'm in tune." Uh, it's like, listen, just be pretty. Uh, you gotta go up to them like, are, are you are you from France? Are you? <laughs> yeah, you listen. From, <laughs> you from Paris? You from Patty? You gotta talk to them like that. You from Patty? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not beat for it. I'm not beat for it. Um, I think the Kiki, the Kiki Palmer shit. I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna lie to you. The only thing that that bothered me about it is him just going to the internet. I just hate seeing people go. To yeah, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. Private shit. Yeah, I keep that in the household. Hey, cause now his Twitter and his Instagram is deactivated, so the the fans came after his ass. They got him. They yeah, posted like, pictures of him, like. Yeah, you look like a, you look like a loser, and then even if you are yeah. right in any way, you can't even defend yourself properly because oh, he messed can. it up. Yeah, yeah. you went about the wrong way. He messed it up. Right, right. And then like nigga, and if you could sing, you wouldn't even be tripping about Usher singing to your lady. You know and what I'm saying? I'm gonna say some ignorant too, and I hope nobody tells Usher and nobody that I said this right because I'm about, I'm going to his show next week. Listen. You women is some bullshit motherfuckers. And let me tell you why y'all are some bullshit. Y'all over here talking about, oh, her man jealous because, oh, Usher about to tear down. That nigga know Usher about to bag his chick. Some of y'all is the same chicks that was over here talking about, I never touch Usher because I heard he got herpes. And, like, y'all need to cut it out. Y'all need to pick a side. What is That's it? a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> is you worried about Usher or is you ain't? That's a which, fact. Which one is it? That's a fact. Hey, uh, also, Man. like, did y'all hear about Adam 22? Listen, oh, no, Adam 22. Oh, no, I heard about it. And, I, and I'm waiting for that clip to drop, too. 
What is that? What's Adam Twenty Two? So, 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 yeah. Go ahead, e. Adam Twenty Two is a popular podcaster who also shoots um, adult content with his wife. Who's new? Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So apparently, she's doing her first, uh, uh, soft core. I mean, not soft core. Uh, adult film with someone else who happens to be a black man who happens to be the top black adult actor. Um, and she seemed pretty happy about it. <laughs> Remind you, they just got married about a few weeks ago, and you go on his page, and he's like, he has pinned tweets of, oh, the marriage. And she ain't said shit about nothing from the marriage. She's got a pinned tweet like, yo, I'm about to get piped by this black dude. Yeah. <laughs> yo, listen. But he seems this... to be very happy about, <laughs> about the money this is going to... Let me ask y'all this. I already know the answer. I already know the answer, but let me just ask y'all anyway. Your wife is a pretty popular person online for whatever reason. And the opportunity has come forth where she can get an extremely large amount of money to shoot an adult scene with someone of your picking. Is this happening? No. <laughs> okay. Hey, the, oh, wait, 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 hold on. Wait, wait. Let's get an answer, Ant. Hey, 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 let, hey, let her answer it. <laughs> do it. Who would you do it with? All right, so a, a lot of money. To do a, a, a porn scene with one person in the whole world, celebrity. Who would you do it and how much would you do it? Quarantine celebrity. Yes. Yeah, people do it for free. So uh, how much? Um, how much? So you got a mill. Okay, yeah. Um, me, you pick up. Who would you pick? What? Chris Brown? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll Chris do Brown. Chris Brown. All right, hold on, hold on. Okay, cool. But y'all still, y'all still married. Y'all still in the relationship. I, look, man, I know you're not going to believe this, but I would let her do it. I don't think she would do it, though. <laughs> I honestly don't think she would do it. I would let her fuck Chris Brown for a million dollars. Hold on, switch it up, E. What if it was... What if, what if it was a, a dude that's in the porn industry? Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, oh, yeah, yeah. How about that? <laughs> if it's if it's uh, <laughs> just, Justin Piper... <laughs> <laughs> or whoever. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. She said no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Adam Twenty Two is crazy. Listen, it ain't enough money. First of all, that, that's her first. This her first black dude ever, right? No, 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 it's not. No, she, 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 she's jumped on the pogo stick before. Probably just not on camera, but she's been. Oh, but they, but I heard this guy was like the <laughs> he, he the man. He's no, be, he, he, yeah, he, he's the man of that industry. Yeah, he gonna he gonna he gonna rearrange some things. <laughs> <laughs> but let me ask you this though: is it is it is it fair? That, is it fair that he not allow her to do so when they also shoot scenes with other women where he gets to have sex with them? Mm. So nah, is that you got fair? A, you got a point. No, nah, it's not fair. And that's why she said. But he's also said that he at one at some point he wants to shoot a scene 
where him and another guy tags team her. Oh no. Nah. nah. That's that's different. First of all, Damn. I'm not I'm not playing I'm not sword fighting with no ninja. Okay. I'm not Listen, doing that. My fa- my father, <laughs> I think I think my father had some level of Italian in him, but I don't have that level of white in me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm not doing that ever. Like, like no, that's white, crazy. Like, I, think, I think my white level is at a ten. I think you got to be at a sixty-five for for anything like that to be possible. Hey, I, I, I did my twenty. I got my twenty-three and me back. I'm like forty percent white, so I, I I do it. Now you're under. You're under. You good. You good. Oh, no, you good. You good. <laughs> Less than, less than, listen, less than 50, you good. <laughs> oh, my goodness, bro. That right there, that's different. All right, listen. That's too much, bro. I'm going to pray for they. They seem to be happy. I'm going to pray for their marriage. and <laughs> marriage. But you safe. know, it's, it's different when, like, when that situation, like, goes down. Like, that's different, bro. That's not it. All right, so, it all right, so hold on. How he gonna bounce back from that? Your, your wife, your wife just came in from a long day of work after after being with Justin Piper or whoever the. What's the conversation? What you want to eat? With, like, you know what, what, yeah, what do you say? It's, so, uh, it, it, you hungry? Always. Hey, I can speak from experience. It, it's always the unknown that you're not thinking about that 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 hits you, throws you a curveball after doing some shit like that. You know, it's never like what you think is gonna. You know, you don't. You don't never trip off what you think you're gonna trip about. It's always something else. It's, if she don't fall in love with the nigga, if he don't gut her, if she don't come back all fucked up, she's gonna trip about you giving her away. It's gonna be something. It's gonna be something. And that man is gonna watch that clip. And when he see the faces that she making ain't oh matching up to what he was making her do. Oh man, confidence gone. Oh no, conversation be, for real. It's gonna, it's gonna yeah, be different, bro. Yeah, I gotta give you back to the streets after that. Facts, because <laughs> because you gonna because his next time having sex with his wife, he gonna be trying to, and it ain't gonna no, no, hit no, the well, same. Well, well, she's a well, she's a <laughs> she's a porn star, so I'm pretty sure she can fake it, but he gonna know. Yeah, he gonna know. Yeah. He gonna know one hundred percent. One hundred percent, he gonna know, and that's gonna like. That's one of the things. Like, what Martin say on that? Uh, it was like like a baby being being born or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> he said, "Well, I'm gonna be put my leg in it." <laughs> yeah, I'm. Exactly. I'm. I'm, I'm exactly gonna with my knee. I got a fucking with my knee. You got to take at least a good, a good three months off to get this rejuvenated back to something. Cause... Yeah, that's that's terrible, bro. Oh, oh but then he did he did say he had one he had one rule. They 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 can't kiss. Oh shit! <laughs> said, nigga, that's what you worried about. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Listen, listen, man. That white, that white meter. You got that? When you got that white meter over sixty-five, boy. You will do some shit. 
Listen, you can do all that other stuff, but you can't kiss her. Because oh, <laughs> in his mind, if you're kissing her, it's it's a it's feelings in that. That's what he's thinking about. Hey, y'all, y'all, on a side note, y'all niggas watch porn? No. I can't say that um, I do anymore. When I have, it's been for real selfish reasons. Yeah, I know. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it always? <laughs> yeah, it's very selfish. Yeah, man, I, I had to stop watching it. I slip up every once in a while, but... It gets have you ever got caught? <laughs> you never got caught? No, have you ever got caught? Yeah, oh, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, see, I'll, see, I'm slow because I'll be wanting to get caught. <laughs> I got caught jacking off a couple times. I'll be wanting to get caught. Like, yo, like, like, yo. I got you, caught years ago and I feel very bad. <laughs> I shouldn't be saying that. <laughs> my kid is all in the car. Oh, my, my goddamn. I forgot you got the kids in the car. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, we gonna, we, we gonna hey, end you this. Wanna, hey, you might want to bleep that out. <laughs> We are gonna end this right here. Yeah, let's end it. And then, bye. <laughs> oh man, yo, crazy. This hey, week's episode is brought to you by I don't know. Yeah, we don't know what the hell is going on, but listen, y'all, we had a great show. <laughs> Hilarious. We had a great show. I want to um, thanks again for Mr. Grady Harrell for coming on here, blessing us with his presence. Yeah, that was dropping great. a whole bunch of gems to us. I mean, I feel like he's gonna be on a lot because he said, you know, he want to come back several times and you know talk to us and uh. Hit a war. I want to hear the war stories. Facts. He got a lot, bro. Now I want to go back and watch uh, the Jackson, um, the American Dream. I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna go back and watch that. Now I want to go back and watch it, bro. I'm probably going to do that here, <laughs> here in a moment for real. Um, listen, y'all, this is the Triangle Offense Podcast. This is how we do. You know what I mean? Nothing scripted. Everything 100% real, organic, authentic. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is us signing off. We out. Peace. Class in the air. Toast to a high power Cause what you tuning in to right now Is Lito's Happy Hour Thanks for watching Happy Hour with Lito Podcast Check out Happy Hour with Lito Podcast on Facebook Happy Hour with Lito Pod on Instagram Lito's Happy Hour on Twitter And also make sure to check us out on Happy Hour with Lito Podcast on YouTube Happy Hour with Lito is a co-Sinister One production The other state is talking and we bout the action Glasses in the air Close to a higher power This is Lito's happy hour